involved in, the better we are. And there's a lot of them around. Frankly, I don't give any of them any juice. And because of that, I know that I just don't, you know, I know none of these things are are affecting me. However, we like to trust God like that. We also then like to tie tie our camel. Um, we're, you know, we're not running on 100% 18 cylinders all the time because when we do fall into a little bit of worry or angst or uncomfortableness or get exhausted in physical reality, uh, these electromagnetic fields can um, can um, can um, you know be hard on the body. They just can. I don't think this is the right ad I have up there. Yeah, this was over the holidays. Anyway, but you can get a 10% off if you want to get some of the um, Blue Shield products. Listen to Brandon. It's a good, good product. Previously, we were talking with Brandon about the Blue Shield EMF device, and he says it goes out 90 yards in all directions. It's an omnidirectional field that, if you think about a huge sphere that's expanding, that's that's essentially what the waveform pattern looks like. Oh, that's cool. So it's putting frequencies into the body, and then how does that work in relation to electromagnetic field that's coming in in the walls and the windows through a cell phone tower down the street? Yeah, so the cell repeaters and Wi-Fi and all this electromagnetic radiation in, in, the, um, in the environment, people mistakenly think that this is somehow going to act like a shield and block the radiation and make it not appear on any kind of tri-field meter or any measuring device. And that's simply not the case. It's more of a, an energy medicine, so to speak, where it's it's stimulating the bodies at the cellular level to create a cellular response to make all the individual cells much stronger and more able to adapt to the EMF stressors. So that's number one on the physical or the somatic level where the body is experiencing a decrease in stress from electromagnetic fields. If you're interested, you can click on the Blue Shield ad on the front page of One Radio Network. Use promo code One Radio, or also contact Brandon through his website there when you click, and he'll give you more information. Front page Blue Shield EMF protection device on OneRadioNetwork.com. Before I start my work day, I like to get my workout in. It makes me much more effective throughout the rest of the day. Now, one of my favorite supplements to use in conjunction with my training is Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. These are sustainably and humanely harvested from US free range animals. Now, what's interesting about elk, deer, moose, all these animals we call the cervids, is they're the only mammals who have an organ that actually falls off and regenerates every year. These elk antlers grow out in just a matter of a couple of months. In order to grow like that, they need growth factors, steroidal compounds that cause that rapid growth. Those can actually be harvested, freeze-dried, and put into solution that you can actually utilize in your own body. Now there's been a back and forth history with this being banned for doping in professional athletics. Currently, it is legal, except that it is really rich in IGF-1, which is a banned substance. Now, of course, this is a natural substance. This is not a steroid. But when you look at natural substances, you won't find anything more powerful than elk antler for recovery, for lean muscle growth and maintenance, for metabolic enhancement, and for recovery after injuries and surgery. This is incredible stuff. If you're looking for a natural supplement that boosts your metabolism, helps you grow lean body mass, burns fat, increases libido and energy levels, and helps your body regenerate from your workouts or from injuries or surgeries, take a look at Sir Thrival's Elk Antler. We love this product and uh, been taking it for years. Not quite as regular as, as the uh, uh, pine pollen, but semi-regular. Just got another bottle. Um, we bought it on sale during the Black Friday thing. Yeah, And um, I love it. And just do, you can just do a dropper full, you know. It's got a very nice color, very uh, wonderful uh, flavor to it as well. And I think it's helping to build muscle with our X3 
and uh, just keep me uh, stronger and, and more more vibrant along the way here on our journey into 2023. And there's a little sale right now, and I, and I think it's only for another day. Let's see, let me click on it. Um, through, ah, oh yeah, through tomorrow night. Okay, so this is Monday, the second. Uh, you can go on One Radio Network, click on any survival link, and you get 15% off, 15% off on all their products. Use promo code New Year. So I'm talking about the pine pollen, colostrum, um, vitamin D3, K2, reishi, shaga, this new one, which I really like as well, black walnut. Do you hear about this one? He has a black walnut protein powder and it really smells and tastes great. 100% USA wild-grown, sustainably foraged black walnuts. They use a CO2, carbon, is that carbon dioxide? Uh, extraction to draw out this powerful source, clean plant-based protein, 17 grams of protein per serving. I've been mixing it with um, coconut milk, Boom. Black walnut powder. Then colostrum. Like I say, promo code New Year right now through tomorrow, the 3rd of January, midnight on Sir Thrival, OneRadioNetwork.com. It's a little quick sale they're doing for the New Year. Use promo code New Year. Promo code New Year. We're doing a little thing we have been, and I'm going to do another session tomorrow with a lady in Australia, all over the world. It's called Patrick in Your Pocket. Kind of a little name that one of our, somebody came up with. I thought it was kind of kind of fun. And it's simply a coaching session with me, Patrick Timpone. And we do an hour session through a Zoomy uh, video call. And, um, and you talk about whatever it is that you would like to talk about anything from relationships to spiritual thought matters um, to diet and ideas about that, how the body heals, how you can get out of a um, bad situation uh, spiritually um, healing and to couple up with some of the things you're doing physically. You're probably doing a lot of stuff that you've seen on on the internet to do, get rid of whatever, right? To change the course of your of your uh, um of your healing, and if we tie that into some spiritual ideas using mind and who you are, soul, tied in with the body, uh, I think that you you'll find that I can uh, support you and guide you into uh, dumping some dump thing that's going on in your body a lot quicker if you go from as above and so below, and so below as above, and just not below. And so we can do a, coach, a coaching session and um, very low cost, one cost, and then you also then get ongoing email support. And I'm having fun talking to people. They'll email me two weeks later and say, oh, well, here, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, what do you think? You know, and it's fun and I do that. So this is ongoing email support for as long as, as I'm around. And it feels like that might be for a while. Um, even after I don't do this show any longer, you'll still have the email support lifetime until I'm not around a computer anymore, I guess. Um, and just email me if you'd like to do this and we set it up uh, on a convenient time, uh, the video, and then I'll send you an audio of the, uh, of, the, of the session so you have that as a reference. Patrick in your pocket, a little coaching session, oneradionetwork.com. Just email me, Patrick, at oneradionetwork.com. Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, here we are. We were talking to Adam Bergstrom. His electricity went out because of a storm. Tree fell on a power line. Then he was doing cell phone 
for about 20 minutes or so, and then I think his phone just ran out of juice. So he's without electricity there, and not much we can do with that one. Not much we can do. There was a uh, an article that came out a couple of weeks ago. Somebody sent me. It was about the um, origin, the origins of a large human brain, and they were they were arguing in this article, so called study that uh, one of the reasons why the brain grew was because of starch. Nuts and roots and starchy foods and sugar. Essentially kind of making the argument that the sugar is the deal for the brain. So I thought that was kind of interesting for this to come out when there's so much interest, interest rather, in a more carnivore, meat-based diet. And there's a lot of interest around the world right now. It's like a big deal now. I don't know what happened. It just kind of blew up in the last year. Hmm. Just kind of. I've been modifying mine that I can talk about. So I sent this study to Dr. Chafee. Is in New Zealand or Australia? One of those. And I asked him what he thought about it. So he wrote back. And he said, yeah, the study makes some strong assumptions based on inference alone. And Dr. Chafee goes on, and the statement, the problem with that theory is that the brain needs glucose to grow strongly and meat is a not good source of this type of sugar is utterly wrong. The brain actually needs ketones to grow and develops proper and develop properly. And since the advent of the agricultural revolution, our brains have shrunk by eleven percent on average, plus our teeth and our jaws have gotten misshaped and underdeveloped since then as well. I think um What's that bigger Western Price guy talked about that? Also, Chafee goes on, we make all the glucose we need as long as we don't eat it and raise our insulin. Oh, so when we eat the glucose, then we raise our insulin. And he says, there are civilizations, while there are civilizations alive today and known in the past, who only ate meat and thrived with larger brains, bodies, and better teeth. This also contradicts, this is also contradicted by the stable isotope N15 research that is far more reliable than this as its actual objective science instead of supposition. So he's a carnivore guy and says that it's really about the uh, um, the ketones and the fat and the proteins and that. Then I also sent this study to Sally K. Norton. Because I'm always trying to prove myself wrong if I'm eating a lot of meat and fat. I mean, what if I'm doing dumb things? I don't think I am. So I sent it to Sally Norton as well. Uh, and her people wrote back. Sally offers a couple of quick thoughts on this website. First, the unifying feature of Neanderthals and modern humans is almost certainly the cooking rather than the starches. The cooking. Hmm. Fire. 
There were several books. I think one is called Fire. We, we did the interview years ago that argued the cooking of the food, the meat and the fat, is what encouraged the fat, encouraged the brains to get bigger. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Humans and our ancestors have been cooking for a million years. Wow. Whereas great apes have never cooked their food. Secondly, it's a simple false, simply false that the brain thrives on glucose. Another one. It's just, you know, science is there. In fact, one of the huge selling points of the ketogenic diet is that ketones, metabolizing of fat, are better brain food than glucose. Though many people especially those who have been poisoned on oxalates, do better with some amount of carbs in their diet due to metabolic damage. Hmm, interesting. So she's arguing that when we eat these oxalate-rich foods, and the big ones are almonds or um, um, spinach are the two top ones, spinach and almonds, and I was doing, I was doing those three or four times a week. Oh, almonds every day uh, are very high in oxalates. And then she argues that if you're, if you're still kind of trying to get rid of oxalates, a little bit of carbs is okay because it slows that down and you'll feel better. And I'm going to talk about that with mice. She'd like to do a more thorough reading before you quote her on, the, on any of that. She's up to her ears right now. Oh, I quoted her, but that's all right. Her final observation is that this is another stellar example of foregone conclusions driving people's interpretations of very thin facts. There are just so, 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 so many studies that get thrown around out there. Um you know, whether they're global warming or cholesterol or whatever, and they'll just, they'll just rock and roll you, and they'll just put them out, generally paid, paid by people who want to sell a particular idea, like meat is bad for you, or fat is bad for you, or whatever is bad for you. And then mainstream media puts these studies out there, places like CNN, especially Yahoo, um, NPR, they're famous for it. And then people just say, oh, you know, they did this study on fat. and They don't look at it. They don't think about it. They don't dig into it. And it's just not a good idea. And this is, this has run the whole man-made global warming thing for 15 years. Bad science. Bad science. Made up science. Just made up. People always ask us for the videos. I should probably try to start putting those under like Sean's wanted me to do on our front page and just haven't done them, but. But I think I'll just start keeping track of them anyway. So people say, hey, what was that, where was that video? And I'll have that copy of them. Oh, we've got a we've got a heliocentric model snarky email to read. Should we do it? Yeah, why not? That's a, I can take it. It's a new year. I can take snarky. Patrick, just stop and go back under your flat stone and let people alone with this garbage of fools. 
I'm not, I'm letting you alone. You, you're the one that watches them, not me. Go somewhere else. My God, he says. There is given, <laughs> there is giving you enough real proof. You might want to check your English that we live on a sphere, but no, your ego wanted to be flat. Well, good luck, bro, but you lose another one. Bye. Have followed your site stats when you began with this nonsense, and it was good to see you have lost a lot of people. You haven't followed my site stats. You don't know site stats. We've not lost any people. Says it all. I do not bother anymore. Flat earthers are some of the stupidest people of this round planet. Good luck on the other side where you will see how foolish you were. You can do this one or two times to hear the arguments, but not like list you research and blah, 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 blah. And here's what I say to you heliocentric model people. Here's what I say. Very simple. Very simple. Very simple. You send me one photograph, just one, of this alleged round earth spinning in space that's not a computer generated, and we can prove they're all computer generated. Just send me one. Better yet, send it to Dave Wise and um, he'll give you $50,000. You know, and then there's been a couple of people that have written in and said, yeah, there's been other flat earthers that offered money, got proof and didn't pay. Yeah, which ones? They didn't. People just make stuff up. Dave Wise has studied this heliocentric model thing for a lot of years. Do you think he'd be, and he's publicly offering, I think it's two or three bitcoins, which is about 50,000. Do you think he would do it if he thought there was any possibility that there would be a real photo? There's not, because it's not spinning. We're not spinning. We're not around the sun. We just aren't. There's no evidence. So it's funny that you, you heliocentric people send me letters like this, how stupid I am, how dumb I am, and you're the one that's been programmed since you were kids, went to school, showing your globe, and believing that they landed on the moon. You're the one that's buying into some, you're the one that's programmed, not me. Don't call me stupid, I don't call you stupid. I just call you programmed and you don't know, you don't know better. I don't think you're stupid. I still love you, but you don't know what you're talking about. You've just been programmed. Can you imagine from day one going to kindergarten and having a globe and teaching about globe and space and gravity? Day one, every school, uh, every teacher, every TV show, every movie, every all science, all NASA, NOAA, every government agency. Come on. How could you not be programmed? How, why would you not believe? I, I understand why you don't believe. It's so ingrained. You just, you, you just can't, you, argue, you couldn't do it. I just can't do it. NASA gets 26 billion that we know of. That's a B. You know how much a billion is? A billion is a, um, well, how much is a billion? A billion is a thousand million, right? Yeah, a billion is a thousand million. So you can say it like this, that NASA gets 26,000 million of our money, 26,000 million of our money every year that we know of to do what? Lie about going to the moon, which they did. Lie about shooting rockets 
to the moon? Lie about Artemis? Couldn't, didn't go up to the moon. Lie about Hubble? I don't even know if it exists. Lie about the space station? It's not in space. There's no space like they say. The whole thing is made up, folks. I know it seems hard, but it is. And I know you think I'm stupid and dumb. And when you do learn someday, and it will come out, it'll be a while, but when you do learn, I promise you, I'm not going to call you stupid and say, well, it's about time, you dummy. Well, I'm just going to say welcome. Welcome. Okay. Well, what can I say? Yeah, I remember, I recall, I was two years ago now. I was watching a bunch of videos. Uh, they're called The Lost History. By the way, I have these video links and be happy to send them to you. People ask me all the time. It's called, it's Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com and um, send me and I'll send you the links. So I was, you know, I was kind of looking into this and I thought this idea that we're not on a spinning ball around the sun was just crazy, right? Just like you. I said, come on, flat earth. And, you know, I would see these videos and poo-poo I never really watched them, as most heliocentric people don't. They don't watch them. Because they, they just don't watch them. They don't watch them. Anyway, so I was I was watching a, a whole series. I think there were thirteen of them. We should stream those on over some weekend again. We streamed those one time where we did all thirteen of them. They're really, or we can put them on the front page. They're really a trip. And I was watching this thing, and I think I was on episode six. And it, there was this flash. There was just this like this moment, it's like somebody hit a hit me over the head with a board. You know, just spirit, divine, God, saying, you're not spinning around the sun, Patrick. You're just not. I mean, do you feel like you're spinning around the sun at 600? 66,000 miles an hour and the earth is spinning at 10,000 or 1,000 to the east like they claim and that's why the sun comes up. Can you sit out in the middle of the woods and feel anything? Just that alone you should know you're not spinning and the water doesn't fall out when the earth is people in Australia aren't standing on their heads on their feet or whatever. The whole thing is so nonsense. Oh, but the science types, you know, the Neil deGrasse Tysons and all the and all the scientists, uh, you know, they'll come up with mathematics and they'll show you why you're wrong and 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 they're all they're all basing it on a false paradigm. And you know, if you build a false paradigm like a globe, you can come up with math math to match anything. But then when you really dig in and look at the whole heliocentric thing back to the Freemasons and the, and the, and the Jesuits and four or five hundred years ago and how this whole thing came about and why they did it and how every culture since the beginning of time knew that the earth was immovable, the Bible, I think 22 references to it, uh, the Mayans, everybody, you know, they all knew it. They have pictures, you can see pictures, but people, the heliocentric people don't look. So they all knew that we had a firmament uh, and we were on this kind of prison planet. Uh, they all knew it. Um, and it was only four or 500 years ago where the Freemasons, the Jesuits, got this idea that we were getting too full of ourselves. 
we thought that we were too special. So they had to create this idea that there's all the information is out there, out there, and you're just a speck, and you're just hurtling around the sun, and then the sun is, in the Milky Way, is hurtling around this, and it's a billion miles away, and all this stuff, and light years, and this is where all the action is, you know. This is where all the truth is, out there, not in here. And they've convinced people of that over the past 500 years that, that the truth is out there, you know, the Carl Sagans and all these globalists. He was just one of them. Hollywood. That's where all the action is. Even Star Wars, you know, may the force be with you. Of course, they don't tell you that you don't need the you don't need to be in space to, to know that the force, which is God, spirit, is with you, which is why that thing was such a success, because that whole the the you know the the theme of that brilliant um, franchise of billions of dollars was, is right. May the force be with you. The force is with us. And why? What's his face? Who did that? Whoever he was, knew what he was doing when he did that Star Wars thing. I think the only one I've ever watched is the one, but they still they still kind of lead you on to believe that you got to be out in space to get it or whatever. And then they got Copernicus and other people to come up with gravity and no gravity. But I remember the moment when I when I really got it, you know. Wow. And I turned off the video. And I just sat there and contemplated on the idea that, wow, we are not moving. I am not moving. And if you if you, if you hang around here at all, you know that this whole idea of time for me, I know is an illusion. And it's pretty much why we age, because we believe in time. And, and when you believe in time, then all kinds of dumb things happen. That's why we get disease, because it's just an illusion. But once you understand that you're not spinning, you're not going around the sun, you're just not. You're just not. And you, the idea of time even sinks in deeper because we're just here like where's their time you can look at a clock do this but is that time so if you sit in one spot and you look at the clock do this for one year and you knew it was just a thing and you were hypnotized I mean would you age for that year? Would the body just age because you go back in history you have people who lived a long time this whole 80, 90, 100 year thing is way because they, they didn't get it. I mean, they got it. I mean, they Bible, all kinds of cultures, 150, 150. I know spiritual masters have had their body for six, 700 years, some longer. Soul is eternal. We're eternal. And as long as we stay in that state of consciousness, the body is eternal. Now, I'm not saying I'm going to keep this body for eternity. Frankly, I don't want to stick around here forever. You know, I'll stay around for as long as I can be of some use. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I that's what I talk to spirit about. Say, hey, you know, I'm in. How however long that you can use me to channel um, good information, I'll, I'll stick around. That's why I do it. I'm not attached to being here. And I do know that when I do go. 
leave this body, die, or whatever you want to call it, that um, because I've dedicated my life to um, helping others understand the truth of things spiritually, that I'm going to be just fine and have a good spot and to keep continue on with my work. It's the way it works. <clears throat> Happy New Year, Patrick. Linda in Michigan. Uh, do you think you can have Dane Winnington on your show? We've had him on several times. And what he has new on the climate hoax and weather manipulation. He's very interesting. Also, do you only drink water on your carnivore diet? Do you notice that certain meats are more suitable with you or does your body like all of them I'm planning to start the carnivore diet this week can't wait oh cool yeah I mean we get Dane back on again I'm not sure Linda there's a lot of new things to report um, except that we know that there are forces that are uh, controlling the weather we know that Um, we just know it there's just no doubt about it. I suspect that this um, um, whole rain thing in California that's going on right now, I mean, they've just been dumping of rain for weeks and they were dry for years. Uh, evidently, somebody in the upper echelon of the globalist, maybe they decided to have compassion on the farmers in California, or, or, this is always possible. You see, these people cannot control everything like they think they can. Oh, they think they can. You know, they spray spray aluminum, you know, up in, you know, with the jets and chemtrails, and then they try to bounce energy off them with the harp thing and whatever, 5G and all this. And they think they can, and they can control a lot and form hurricanes and cause earthquakes. And they can, load, they can make a lot of noise, but they, they cannot control as much as they like to the sun and the moon, which are living beings, living beings that are circling above the earth like this, not like this, like this. And that's how day and night occurs. You're over here, sun comes this, you can see it. Looks like it's coming up over in the east, but it's not. It's just coming into view. Proven. So it doesn't spin around. But it looks like it's coming up over the horizon. So I, I understand why you think it is. So. So the sun, it really affects everything, and also the moon, all kinds of things. As you know, um, tides and energy and um, temperature, storms, tornado, all kinds of stuff. So maybe it was just time to give the California folks just needed more rain and sun in its infinite wisdom, did some more sunspots things and did it. I don't know. Nobody knows for sure. People say they know for sure, but they don't know for sure. So, yeah, but we could, we could reach out to Dane and see if he wants to come back on. It's been a while. Um, um, we're live here. Happy New You. It is January 2nd. Who'd have thunk it? 2023. OneRadioNetwork.com. We're going to visit with uh, our source in Ukraine tomorrow, Russell Bentley. 
And if I know one thing, I know for sure that 99.9% of the information that you and I get about Ukraine, about Russia, about this war is wrong. Because the same people that are perpetrating the war, wait a minute, follow the bouncing ball, the same people that are perpetrating the war, that are making money off of the war, that are forcing Biden to send our tax dollars to Ukraine, billions, are the same people that control all of the media. Now, I suspect that you can go on Twitter, I guess, now that Elon Musk is letting more people on there, you could probably talk about this stuff and nobody's going to say anything about it. I should get an account on Truth Social and start pounding away on this and actually putting a video up. I might do that. Do you see where Truth Social, uh, Trump's thing is like one of the largest social media things got than anybody Gab and all those oh Trump man he's got a big followers he's swampy in my opinion but he's got a lot of followers he's still pushing vaccines come on how can you support a guy like that politics <clears throat> Also, do you only drink water on your carnivore diet? No. I do goat's milk. Raw goat's milk. Um, every now and then herbal tea. Every couple of weeks I drink a coffee. I'm having a coffee this morning. I hadn't had coffee for a couple of weeks. and I make a very homeopathic dose. Maybe just a little bit. It's very homeopathic, so because I don't like caffeine, but kind of like to taste a little bit of, a little bit of a zip. I don't mind like this. I just, very weak. And that's a good way if you want to cut down on coffee is just start making it weaker and weaker and weaker until it's just a homeopathic dose to the caffeine and you're done. But I, I just felt like New Year, have a little. But that's it. Yeah, mostly water. I do hydrogen water first thing about, about a quart on an empty stomach, and then rock and roll. Goat's milk. Got a little goat's milk story I want to tell you before we go here. And it has to do with the mind, too. This is really cool. Okay. Anyway, so see, do you notice that certain meats are more suitable does your body like all of them? Well, um, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I do, I eat a lot of bacon. Bacon really works well for me. It's got a lot of good fat. And we can get good, you know, chemical-free, antibiotic-free bacon here, farmer's market. So I eat a lot of bacon, um, ribeyes, and if you want to get some really good ribeyes, whoa, go to our website, One Radio Network, click on this store, click on food, Slankers, S-L-A-N-K-E-R-S. Whoa. They've got the best ribeyes, good price, grass-fed, grass-finished, no drugs. They have all kinds of things. You know, you can also get some um, raw meat uh, for your dog, which we recommend, and cat at Slankers. Go through our website, if you would. We'll get a little commission on the deal. So I get my ribeyes there. That's my meat of choice. If you can, if you got the cash to do the ribeyes, um, but I do quite a bit of ground beef as well, just because of the price point. You know, um, I, I, work, I have a budget just like you guys, uh, only so much to work with right now. Um, 
So, um, you can do ground beef. You can get grass-fed, grass-finished ground beef. You can get that at Safeway or any food store. Or farmer's markets, grass-fed, grass-finished, do that. Uh, A whole lot less money, probably about 25% than what ribeyes. And then add fat to it. You can add this uh, grass-fed, grass-finished tallow that we get on Amazon. I think it's called Fatworks is the company, Fatworks. So I eat a lot of that. So you can add that to your fat, to your ground beef. So you get plenty of fat, because most of the ground beef now is 95%, right? Which is, you know, 95% fat-free, which is, you don't want that. They do that because people think fat's bad. and I don't know how long that'll last, right? They'll keep selling people on the idea that fat's bad. So, um, and then, you know, I do liver uh, every couple times a week. I'm sorry, a couple, few times a month, liver. And farmer's market, you can get some beef hearts. I like that. Uh, lamb hearts, excuse me. Um, so get some organ meats in there. You don't have to do a lot. Uh, pretty good. Then you can just rock and roll and uh, chew it well. Um, you can do it. I just sear it on the outside so it's mostly raw, real rare, just depending on you like it. And um, see which ones work the best for you. I think some are more digestible than others. But just to everybody, you know, we're all so different. We all have a certain amount of uh, uh, gallbladder and, you know, and, um, you know, uh, acidify, acidity. Uh, so that's all. I'm not doing, I'm not doing any vegetables. Every now and then I'll do just a little bit of, uh, um, what do you call it? Zucchini. And it's, zucchini is really a fruit, so it's not even a vegetable, just for fun. But I, I don't miss vegetables at all. And, uh, and now and then I'll do some blueberries, organic blueberries with a little bit of cream. That's kind of fun with bee pollen, just as a treat. But um, I, don't, I just don't do sugar. Now, so that's pretty much it. Um, and, you know, just pay attention to your elimination. Uh, it may take a few weeks, even a month, for you to really, the body to develop different microbes. And you might have uh, periods where you don't even poop for a couple of days. Don't worry about it. If you're just eating meat and you're not eating um, um, fiber, uh, then you don't need to poop a lot. The only reason you need to poop a lot is because you're eating undigestible food, fiber, vegetables and fruit. Isn't that funny how that works? Sure. So, I mean, I'm not dissing people like Dr. Jennifer Daniels to talk about pooping two, three, four times a day. It's great. If you're eating vegetables and fruit and carbohydrates that are fibrous, then you got to poop that a lot because it's got to come out. But if you don't, you don't have to. Cut down on your pooping. Just eat meat if you want. But, so, so, but eat a lot of fat and that'll help your, the bowel movements. And you'll get to the point where you'll just kind of poop once a day, sometimes twice, just because it's time to come out. It's pretty fun. But I've been doing some experiments because I love to experiment. About, maybe about a, 10 days ago, I start to notice that um, I was getting a little bit like thin in the face. I noticed that on a video. I was, you know, I'm, I'm losing a little bit of cheek. So I think I need to eat more pig cheek or whatever. But I didn't really like that. I said, you know, I, I don't want to look like a veg like a vegan. So I started, because I don't want to be dogmatic about anything, so I started soaking some jasmine rice for 24 hours, cooking the rice really well with a bunch of butter, so it's almost like a gruel. You know, it's almost like baby food. 
Uh, it's almost like liquid. So I've done that three, four, five times, three tablespoons of rice. And that quickly, my cheeks filled out, just that quickly in three, four, five days. Boom. So evidently, I'm needing a little bit of uh, carbohydrate for whatever reason. Because, you know, when you do just fat and protein, um, you'll lose weight. Now, I'm building muscle, but evidently my body still needs a little bit of carbs. And you can just about tell by the way you look. So, I've been doing a little bit of rice. So, you don't want to get dogmatic about it all. I know if there were carnivore gurus out there listening to me, oh my God, Patrick, you're not a carnivore anymore, you ate rice, come on. Don't get caught up in all that nonsense. Do, do what works for your body. Uh, and um, Sally K. Norton, she writes about this idea that when you get on a carnivore diet and you get rid of all these oxalates, which a lot of vegetables are high oxalates, especially spinach, kale, almonds, a lot of nuts, that your body will keep trying to detoxify oxalates to a point where there'll be times where you don't feel that well or interfere with your sleep or you have stomach problems. And I've noticed that uh, a little bit uh, because the oxalates are dumping that if you just eat a little bit of carbohydrate, uh, fruit or maybe a little rice, um, maybe some squash, you know, something that will just balance out that, that uh, oxalate dumping a little bit and uh, you'll feel a little bit better as you're going, going through it. You know, that, that's the whole, whole idea of having free will is you want to be able to, to do what you want to do and not what some person out there is telling you what to do. Because if you do that, you're going to be in trouble. Oh, you can't eat that because you're on this diet. You know, that's like a religion. That's like saying, you know what I mean? Don't do that. You can, but don't do that. So I want to tell you a little thing before we go that happened uh, last night. Interesting. So I had this amazing soul travel experience uh, last night for about four or five hours. I don't know, it was like just being in the now and being, it's hard for me to explain, but it was really remarkable. I was in the inner planes and just realizing the nowness of and the love of God and everything. So I came back in my body and felt like, and it was four o'clock in the morning and if I had to do it over again, I would have just got up and just started working on screen, my screenwriting because I felt so, you know what I mean? But you know, I got tricked into believing four o'clock I could sleep some more. So I went in, I went to the kitchen and I've got some raw goat's milk in the fridge. It was cold. And I took, I just really was thirsty. I took a big slug of that, tried to hold it in my mouth for a while so you didn't get that real cold thing on your tummy. And then I drank more, and I did probably drink more than I should. It tasted great, though. It's like, it's hard to imagine that that's not good for me. But I've been looking at seeing if I still needed to work on my body a little bit to get more conducive. Uh, to digesting dairy. Just more. You know, I would never say to myself, well, I'm allergic to dairy. Don't ever do that. Because if you do that, you are. So don't do that. Don't do that. Don't ever want to tell your body you're allergic to something. Because then you are. No, wait a minute. That's right. So anyway, so I do that, and I sleep for a little bit, and then I wake up, and then I had this really burning thing right underneath my rib cage. You know where the ribs kind of come? That burning, like heartburn. And I could feel it was it was the goat's milk. I don't know why. Maybe, who knows? So generally, if something like that happens, I'll just focus on... Uh, I'll just put my attention somewhere else as soul, a light, 
listen to the sound or something, and then you don't have the pain because you're not focused on it. But then I experimented. I said, well, what I just knew that there's no separation between. So I started um, saying things like, this was really fun. I started saying things like, okay, I knew that my thoughts are creating everything. I know that. So I just started thinking things like, okay, so, okay, now I'm I'm digesting the goat's milk with microbes that are maybe are not there, but now they're there because they're there. That's stupid, I know. But it's not stupid, but that's really the way it works. So I simply created more microbes or more uh, whatever I needed to, to do that. And slowly and slowly, the, the, the pain, you could hear the stomach working just by my, me talking to it because I am the stomach. I am the microbes. There is no separation. It goes back to the separation thing. People think, well, I need more microbes. Well, you are the microbes, so just put more in there by knowing that you want to put more in there. You don't need to go to the store and buy microbes. Just put them in there which is what I did. And I just digested the goat's milk that was cold and probably too much on an empty stomach that kind of caused a, a burning kind of thing there. And that's what I did. And I just talked my way through it by creating the microbes that I needed. And we can do this with everything. This is how it works. This is how, this is how we create things in our body. We might as well create it for the greater good. This is how we create dis-ease with our thoughts, um, not loving ourselves and worry, right? We know that, right? This is how we create it. So we might as well use it more consciously to uncreate it. I mean, why not? Because if it works one way, it's going to work the other way, right? Yeah. Why would it not? I love to ask my myself those questions, you know. I'm, I mean, I mean, I need to click on something here. Sorry, if I could find my my mouse. I love to ask myself these questions, you know. Of you know, why would it not work, right? Like, why would that not work? When you when you get this idea that something like this could work, ask yourself. Prove, try to prove yourself wrong. Of well, why would that not work? And you'd have to come up to the conclusion that um, microbes or parasites or viruses or bacteria are separate from us, from who we are. But it's not, because it's all just one, one, one blob of God. It's not separate. I mean, we know that... Um, if we get all worried about something, that we can decrease our stomach acid because the worry um, is is the acid and the positive is the acid, back and forth. It changes as we go. This is how we change our DNA and our everything by what we think and what we believe. That's how we do it. Pretty cool, huh? That's how we do it. This is why we spend so much time when I'm on with you by myself. Adam lost his electricity today. That this is the key to everything. Soul, spirit, you, God, me, and how it works. And why we spend so much time with it. Because um, we can change everything and we do change everything by what we think and what we believe and what we know to be true. So final thought before we go is um, the idea of blessing the food before we eat 
comes from a long, long, long history of souls that knew that being grateful for the food was very important to their digestion and assimilation. They just figured it out. You know, they didn't go on the internet and say, you know, they just figured it out. So the gratitude for the food that we have is very important. So I encourage you to be grateful for the food that you have. And very important is to believe that whatever you're eating, I don't care whether it's a steak or it's kale, broccoli or soybeans or I don't know, whatever. Know with your whole heart and mind, soul, that it's good for you. And if you have the slightest doubt, if it's back there looming, pay attention. If you got the slightest doubt, well, I don't know, don't do it. Because it won't, it won't work well. And it won't work well. And he said, yeah, well, you know, I know. Yeah, I should have known. I, I knew that eating broccoli was bad. Well, whatever. It's not the broccoli. It was this deep, maybe unconscious thought that broccoli was bad for you. Don't do that. You know. Sure, people come have come on our show, and I believe them. I believe them to a certain extent. But when I do eat a vegetable, I know that it's okay. So there's a, there's a belief, and then there's a kind of like... Um, dogmatic beliefs. There's just an understanding. You know, I'm feeling better not doing vegetables, but I can eat it without it hurting me because I know I can. But if deep down you think that it'll, it'll hurt you, it will. That's how fine of razor's edge we're on with our state of consciousness and who we are and what we believe. It's like, this is the game that we came here to learn. That we are a law unto ourselves and as long as we don't want to encroach on somebody's stuff, we can do whatever we want. And whatever we think is true is true. I mean, that's pretty cool. Hi kids, I love you all very much. Um, thanks for Adam for trying. It was a good try. Uh, <laughs> it was a good try. We had about 20 minutes of Adam. A tree fell on his uh, power line and he couldn't come video and then we did the sh- phone and his phone must have run out. So, whatever. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to go to Ukraine tomorrow and visit with... Um, Russell Bentley. And you want to get the real scoop what's going on there? He's a patriot. He was in the Ukrainian army for a while. He's a good guy. He doesn't make up stuff. And see what's going on over there. And then Jason Kristoff. He's fun. He'll be here tomorrow. Jason's a, uh, a blogger, a researcher. He looks into all things in the Matrix and he always has fun stories to tell us of what's going on. Fred Dashevsky, The Real World of Money, and then we'll be back with you Wednesday after Fred. So I love you all very much. Thanks. Uh, don't forget we have uh, tonight, Monday night, and Tuesday till midnight um, with a 15% off on Ulcer Thrival. It's pretty cool. Ulcer Thrival. 15% promo code New Year. New Year. So, good to be back with you. Thanks for um, your support, allowing me to even take a couple weeks off, which was really amazing over the holidays. Thank you. So, I'll see you.
tomorrow. I love you. May the blessings be. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.